0: You are now listening to Grinding True Crime with your host, Maddie Matt, Todd Fox, and Gabby Gabby. Hey, hey, hey.
2: Welcome back to another episode of the Grinding True Crime podcast with your host Maddie Matt, along with our narrator for today, Todd Fox, and the other host of the show, Gabby. And we are back here live giving you part two of our previous recording. But before we get into that, want to let you guys know where you can find us. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow our page, the Grinding True Crime Podcast. There you can interact with us. And we do respond to your messages. So if you want to interact with us and give us some pointers or tell us how we're doing or tell us how we're not doing, follow us there. If you want to just listen to us, you can go on your podcast stream uh, on Podbean, Spotify, Anchors, iTunes, and Pandora. And for those who are listening to us outside of the country, you can also catch us on chaser radio public breaker and Cast. also Todd we got merchandise right
0: yes we do you can just go over to redbubble.com and get some awesome stuff with uh you know the crime stuff that you are so the new logo basically of uh <laughs> of our show <laughs> and you can go on redbubblecom just type in Todd Fox 80 uh, for right now and then it's gonna be over to grinding true crime and then you could get your stuff there. It's at good prices and it helps the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you for taking that for us. And since we got all that out of the way, one last thing to mention. Listener discretion is advised because I believe Todd is going to get into some details about this interesting story that he talked about in the previous episode. So let me hush up and let's give you part two. So Todd, talk to us.
0: <laughs> so this is part two of Bobby Joe Long. Uh, I want to just catch you up real briefly, though, on what happened. If you haven't, if you don't want the spoiler alert, go back to part one and listen to that one. If not, a real brief summary is the fact that Bobby Joe Long had plenty of head injuries and a rough childhood, which led to him uh, having an overzealous sexual drive and a murderous appetite, rapist appetite at first, and um, he basically acted upon his abusive behavior. And hurt a lot of women in the process before finally, where we left off in our last uh, podcast, uh, he killed um, uh, his first victim and uh, you know left her in a field. And this is where we're gonna pick up. So again, that's a brief summary of what's happening in Tampa, Florida. But this is part two now. So as I caught you up on the brief, you know, the s- synopsis of what happened in part one, we now move to after his first victim. Uh, was discovered by kids in a field. Ten days later, after Lana's body was found, um, four days after, uh, or ten days after her her body was finally found, I'm sorry, uh, Bobby Joe Young was watching TV, and in his mind, he did not really fully comprehend the fact that he murdered the woman. This is just what he was saying afterwards. So he he didn't believe it. He didn't believe it. Like he thought maybe he dreamed it. He thought that he had mm. let her go mm. um, Okay. because remember he had raped almost 50 women at this time, you know? Mm. So, um, this was his first murder, but when he saw it on the news, he realized, Oh my God, I did do it. So Dang. it set something off in his mind to where instead of being scared of what he did, He'd norm- he did not want to go back to just raping women and letting them go. Now he wanted to rape and murder. Well, he's triggered. Mm-hmm. So he figured to himself the old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix don't it. Don't fix it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, so he figured, you know what, let's, let's try this again. You know, it worked one time. Let's do it again. Wow. So, yep. Yeah. So four days after he saw the news reports, this is two weeks later, May 26, 1984, Bobby returned to Nebraska Avenue where he picked up the first female, Luana, and uh, it's the lowly area in Tampa Bay, which has pretty much a drug infested area, prostitution, strip clubs, things like that. Your red light district, basically. Your ghetto. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, So he went down there for another victim. Uh, he was looking for a sex worker and found one, Michelle Williams. She was 22 years old. Uh, Bobby pulled up next to her at the side of the road to ask her for a ride. Uh, she asked him if he was looking for a date. So instead of being nice, he's like, you know what? Yeah, let's let's have sex. So um, she hopped in the, the car, no questions asked. And what do you think happened?
2: I'm going to say immediately he pulled out a knife or a gun and told her what' was happening
0: cabby
1: i i'm gonna go with matt i don't know he
0: he did he uh didn't pull it out right away but about five minutes later he did so matt, matt and you guys are like right on
2: well look at here look at here <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. hey, Todd,
1: what matt said
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's old school. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's very old school. That goes back to the first couple episodes where it's like, "Hey, I agree with him." Don't do that,
2: man. <laughs> don't, don't do that, Todd. Only the <laughs> only the real,
0: real listeners know who that was.
2: <laughs> don't do that, Todd. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree with Matt. Stop
1: it. Stop it. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, It went off. I went off on that one. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Gabby started it. Gabby started. It. I know,
1: dude. It was supposed to just remind you, not announce.
0: <laughs> well, I'll think about editing this, but probably not. I'll leave it. No. <laughs> oh, so he pulled out the gun on. No, he pulled out the knife on her.
2: Oh, the knife. Oh,
0: yeah. He pulled out a knife on her, and um, the rest was history. The, the her workers that saw her get into the car with the gentleman, unfortunately never uh, got a good look at the car or the plate. Just the fact that that was the last time they saw her. Uh, Her body was discovered the next morning in the weeds, um, just outside of town. Um, She was half naked, legs spread, rope around her neck, and um, what is it, her her hands bound behind her back. And um, she had been raped and they found eerily her blood-stained pantyhose hanging from a tree, just right over top of her, like blowing in the wind. Dang, yeah. Oh, he
2: really, he really made sure she was dead.
0: Yeah, he he made sure she was dead, and he posed her body. So, um, and you was- know
2: what? In our last episode, you know, I, if you guys heard it, Todd was mentioning, and I said I felt sorry for this guy from the upbringing. But before we ended it, Todd said. You won't feel sorry for him later when I break it down. And so far, Todd, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: this guy is a true problem. Now, uh, he's he's gonna That's get cold, man. He's gonna get worse. He's gonna get worse. Really? Yeah. This is just the tip of the iceberg so far. Um, the problem with this murder is they found three different ways that she died. Um, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. The, or, they, or, they, or they yeah they they couldn't decide which one was the way that she died. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, it was not determined. Number one, the rope was around her neck. So they, they figured she could have been as asphyx- asphyxiated. Okay. Um, number two, there was blunt force trauma to the back of her head. So Ooh. she was, she was hit over the head with some sort of metal object. Um, so that could have killed her too. And then three, her throat was slashed. Dang. Yeah. So, um, Meaning she endured one hell of a violent death.
1: Man, she
2: suffered a lot. And that's jacked up, man.
0: Yep, yep. That's cold. And there was evidence that she fought for her life as well—scrapings uh, under her fingernails, things of that nature. Even though she was tied, she she fought him prior. Um, now at this point, uh, this of the story, uh, the first half there was some bungling cops as we got into, but then there were some good detectives later. Okay. Um, but just to give you a fair warning in advance, uh, right now there there's going to be some good detective work, and then there's going to be some bumbling cops. Then they'll then they'll finish out with some good detective work. <laughs> so there's, <laughs> there's going to be a sandwich no, of bumbling cops. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but the detectives in this case were smart enough to look around the area of the scene and to also match the uh, fibers that they found on this body again as you remember Lana's body had these red uh, car fibers and Mm -hmm. uh, also at the scene there was weird tire treads from one really weird tire that did not match the other three the same two were on this car now the other murder happened all the way across town and the Tampa police actually worked with the other Tampa police and were able to realize hey we got the same kind of stuff here. Mm-hmm. So, oh, they're
1: connecting, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, they actually connected. So, surprise, surprise. Um, they also sent the stuff to the FBI labs. So, both police departments worked together, sent the stuff to the Florida FBI lab, and a week later, they were able to determine that the fibers and the tire tracks from both scenes were complete matches. Wow. So, now, they knew they had a serial killer. And so, they're onto to something they're on to something and they believe that this dude was a rapist too. Sort of like I think he's a classified rapist. The FBI did a profile, you know that show profile? Or mm-hmm. profiler. Yeah, they did a profile and uh they they basically nailed it. They said they're looking for a white male with military background, a ch- a tough childhood, a difficulty with women and an uncontrollable sex drive. So,
2: well, that narrowed everything down. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that's crazy how they can determine all that just by evidence
0: yeah exactly right and i mean they, by tendencies and evidence that's crazy that's just crazy
2: crazy well,
1: yeah i mean it, the actions of a person shows their character so
2: but my thing is how military like what evidence
1: probably the way he tied her the way he cut her mm-hmm. all that
0: yeah i think Possibly. gabby's right on that
1: you learn all of that
0: mm-hmm. that's possible okay so with that being said, the FBI was getting all this information together at the same time to work along with the Tampa Bay police to try to find this killer and rapist. And they're, they're on the hunt, you know. But despite all this, on June 8, 1984, Elizabeth Laudenbach, 22 years old, was not a sex worker but was simply trying to get home out of the rain on a hot, humid night in mm. uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, he drove up next to her, being uh, Bobby, and uh, said, hey, I want to get you out of the rain. You're in heels, or not heels, uh, shoes, or n- no, what are those, uh not shoes, what are those flats? And, you know, she's getting soaking wet so he he tried to come off as a gentleman and uh, she actually got in the car and said, hey, thank you for the ride, but don't try anything. I'm just trying to get home. He's like, huh, not me. I'm a good guy.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> she already set the tone. Yeah, yes. I'll get in the car with you, but don't do nothing. Exactly. I the
0: the <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, if it was another female offering the ride, I mean, maybe you take your chances there. But still, yeah. Um, True. But the same th- kind of things happened, despite her warning, despite um, him saying, "I'm a nice guy." He pulled out a knife. Um, you know, had one. I don't know how he does it though. Driving with a kn- and then holding a knife to the person at the same time. That's exactly. Uh, I don't know, but he he. Accomplished it, and um, he drove her to an orange grove. Uh, you know, tied her up in the back seat of the car. Uh, you know, did all the same things: physically assaulted her, beat her, raped her. And uh, he actually says that he wanted to release her because she wasn't a prostitute; like she was just a normal, you know, tax-paying citizen. Mm-hmm. But at some some point. Uh, she began resisting him to where it just pissed him off enough to where he was like you know what screw it and he strangled her and choked her out in the, oh, in the car
1: man. dang man yep well, she almost got out
0: yeah he almost let her go um but unfortunately something triggered him and that was enough and so he took her out of the car posed her in front of a uh underneath an orange grove tree and then um you know decided to drive away but What was different in this one is he went into her purse and found a credit card, and he began to use it and make several transactions in the Tampa Bay area.
2: Uh Uh-oh. What a dork.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. So (laughs) when her body was discovered, uh, they figured out uh, when they started to do the investigation, her card was stolen and used several times in the Tampa Bay area, like I said, but the police decided this is a little different, maybe... Um, some of the cops were like fighting each other because they were like, "Well, in the other case, they <laughs> did not use the credit cards." So I think I think this is a different killer. Even, <laughs> even though the bodies posed the same way, tied up the same way, um, basically under an orange grove again, another tree, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They still were like fighting each other and saying, "Nah, this this one's different. He used a cod."
2: Well, just because that credit card, it, it, it kind of took a swing of things.
0: Yep. But wow. but the FBI came in and said, no, 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 guys, relax. <laughs> there, <laughs> we found fibers the same as the other two. And we also found the tire treads were the same exact in the dirt road. So you guys now have three on your, you know, on your. Uh, and, uh, and what kind like, of
2: tire is it? Like, what, what?
0: It's basically three regular tires that are same tread, but one that just has a real distinct funky tread. Wow. And so the the FBI was like, no, you, you have a serial killer. Are you sure about that? <laughs> like, yes, we're sure. I don't know. And they're like, just believe us. We're the freaking FBI. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's all, you dango oh. scientists and – Big city, people think you know everything. <laughs> so, yeah. There is those type down in Tampa, so I'm just saying. Oh, yeah,
2: I've been in Florida. And,
0: yeah. And, yeah. Florida they do, they do have those southern uh, guys down in Florida, I'm just saying. That's right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep, yep. Dang, so, man.
2: So, he, that's, uh, so far, three bodies that he's into.
0: That's three, yep. That's
2: three. Plus, plus the 50 rapes from the previous...
0: Mm-hmm. He's continuing so um, two months go by to be exact and um, fast forward now to September of 1984 he's taking a break you know he's, okay. the, the police the police have uh, been ramping up their patrols the FBI is involved he's kind of laying low okay. and um, he's cooking himself some dinner and he's like, man I'm out of soda so he goes to the liquor store has no intentions of killing anybody. But he happens to see a woman by herself on that September 9th, September thirtieth, to be exact. And her name is Shaunell Williams. And she was just released from the Highland County Jail like two days prior. She was only eighteen, and uh, she was a she was on bail for uh, sex work and drugs. And uh, she happened to be walking home, and he did the same thing. He's like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, all right, do you want to, you know, have sex? You know." Go behind so and so's place and she's like, um, no, she goes, I'm not a sex worker. And um here's my thing. Okay. Like and if Gabby, if you know of a woman, as a woman, if you're accused of being a sex worker, wouldn't you take offense if you're not? Yes. Apparently she didn't because after he asked her for sex and she declined (laughs) saying she's not a sex worker, um, he's like, Well, I can give you a ride anyway, and she's like, right." She jumps in the car. <laughs> so I mean, well, I, I mean, the shoe fits, you know. I know, but she, it's like she says she's not a sex worker, even though she had been put in jail for that prior. But that would offend me, and I'd be like, "Well, I'm not, you know, in the business right, right. now. Go go no, about your way." That's
1: what he's looking for. I'd be like, "Yo, go away." Hmm. Why I, would you trust a man that's looking for sex?
2: <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If she's if she denied it. And then he's like, well, you know, I'll give you a ride. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, then." Come on. That's
1: what I'm saying. She, you got to use your intuition there.
2: I know.
0: Unfortunately, as an 18-year-old, maybe she just didn't have it because her body was discovered a week later oh. in the field, ravaged by animals and birds.
2: Dang.
0: Yep. So yep. she was all chewed up? She was all chewed up. Um, they were – and then once again, the FBI was called in because anything – that resembled a murder like this the FBI was you know, they had their task force and they went down there and they found out, hey, treads same damn thing, same fibers on the body Um, apparently that red carpet was very shaggy and had a lot of yeah, because there was fibers all over this woman as well, ten days later you know what I mean Um, or a week later, I'm sorry and um, she had a, a rope around her neck too, same thing posed same damn thing so, this makes four women now.
2: Imagine being one of those detectives and seeing another body, and then another body, and another body, another body. Like, what would go through your mind if you was a detective, knowing that there is someone out there just taking these women out left
0: and right? Oh, I'd be pissed because then, like, I would I would like relate it to my daughters, or I would relate it to a family member, or mm-hmm. someone like like or just be like hey man this is someone's daughter this is someone's sister and you know this is pissing me off this is my community and this is happening so i mean yeah i'd be i'd be floored i'd be you know that's why i think a lot of these cops the the good ones they'll work 24 36 hours straight cuz they're they're pissed they want to catch yeah. the dude
2: my thing is too like have a stakeout you know you you know based on the evidence that these women are either prostitutes sex workers or whatever He's targeting a certain area or certain people. I will have undercover cops in certain areas that I know is known for sex working and have a stakeout. Even I might go out myself, you know, but that's just me.
0: Well, here's the thing. They were doing what you were saying, and he was still getting around it. Get out. Yeah, they they had stakeouts. They were in that red light district, and for whatever reason, they either missed him or they were in the wrong place at the wrong time.
2: They were looking for the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, could be. So, Dang. This,
0: despite all this, October 13th now, another date.
1: Okay, um, hold on. At this point, they haven't put anything on the media?
0: Uh, the media does know that there's something going on as far as killings, but they have not announced that it's a serial killer, no.
2: Got it. Wow.
0: Yeah, and they're and they're not releasing the fact that they have fibers. They're not releasing the fact about the tire treads. They're keeping this all very hush-hush.
2: But don't you think the media could have helped if they broadcast it?
0: <clears throat> I think they were scared that if they put it out there too much, that they would give away their hand, that they knew what they knew. And, oh, got yeah. You, got
2: you. yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: And plus you have a lot of these idiots out there that are copycats or that just want the attention and they'll cop to it. So it wastes true. their time, yeah. True that. But um, after this one... It really hits the news. Um, October 13th, despite the efforts, all the stakeouts, um, Karen Disfriend was picked up by him. She was a uh, sex worker, and he drove her to the Orange Grove where he bound and raped her in the back seat of his car. Same MO, did the same thing. But as he was going to dump her, he heard a lot of noises in the background and feared that someone saw him. So he turned off the car lights. Sat there for a few minutes, got really frustrated, and then went to the back of his car, pulled out a blanket, wrapped her body up, put her in the back of the trunk, drove across town to another orange grove, because there's orange groves all over that Tampa Bay area. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he proceeded to let her out of the uh, car into another orange grove under another tree, dumped her body, and posed it the same identical way again. Uh yeah. The next day, farm workers found her body, and called the police. Uh, Karen's body was beaten really severely this time, though. That's Damn. the only difference. Yeah. Damn. So he was beating her while having sex with her, at I guess at some point. That's cold. Mm-hmm. And um, so that makes five. They found fibers, the same same M.O. Everything. Um, move along now. It's Halloween night, so. A about almost two and a half weeks later, um, on nineteen eighty uh, in nineteen eighty four on Halloween night, uh, kids and families were going by the uh, uh, highway thirty one, and uh, it's you know I guess they made a detour into another neighborhood, and they came apro- across what they thought was a Halloween prop, but it was a mummified body that had been there for two and a half weeks of twenty two year old kimberly hawks what yeah she was there for two weeks uh huh
2: no she was reacting Oh,
0: okay what? yeah uh they said that the the body was they didn't didn't have didn't have any fibers on it but and it looked like it was pushed out of the car in a haste so it wasn't like the other ones her body was not posed but they contributed this one to the serial killer because of the ligatures around her hands and um uh over her uh or no, there was no strangulation but there was ligature marks on her hands and they did find a couple of fibers my bad so wow. yeah they chalked this one up to the serial killer
2: so that's seven
0: that's six right now that's six that's six good lord yeah he's he's on a roll at this point and this so, is, it, it, okay. yeah, it's
2: nonstop for him right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is this is um, this is all in 1984. So he's Dang. killed six yeah. women. Yeah. So now we shift the story over to the uh, a woman or a uh, a girl, which is her name is Lisa McVeigh Noland. Okay. Uh, she was born in 1967 in the Tampa Bay, Florida area. Okay. She has two sisters. And um, she, her mother is a drug addict. And so she's living her life in a, in a messed up household. At the age of 14, her sisters are, are uh, separated because the mom's drug use. And um, she actually goes to rehab and the kids are taken into custody. Uh, they go to other family members. But she winds up going to her grandma's house, who her grandma at this time is 60 years old. Um, while at her grandma's house, her grandma's boyfriend, who is in his fifties, uh, what? yeah. Okay. Grandma. Well, this guy is a piece of trash. Oh, never uh, mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, no grandma. This is a bad one. No grandma. <laughs> yeah. Um, he begins to, uh, sexually molest Lisa. What? Yeah. He'll, he'll crawl into bed with her, do things. The grandma finds out and because not wanting to lose the man that's a drunk and a rapist and a molester uh, says nothing and actually slaps Lisa around and says keep your mouth shut
2: wow so the grandma finds out that her granddaughter is getting molested by her boyfriend but then does nothing to the boyfriend but punishes the girl exactly well welcome to their family
0: yeah and, and here's here's what it is, is this poor girl endures this for three years. And she's 14? She's 14 at the time, and we're going to fast forward to 17 now.
2: Good Lord.
0: Yeah, she endures this for three years, um, and she's constantly threatened by both of them. He'll, she'll be outside, and the boyfriend would come up to her and, like, run his hands through her hair and be like, have a nice day at work, because she works at a donut shop. And wow. It's like it makes her cringe so much. You know what I mean?
2: That's nasty, man.
0: Yep, it is disgusting. Ugh. So she's struggling with school. Her mom gets out of rehab at the same time, gets custody of the other two girls, but the courts are holding up her end to go to come back home. She tells her mother, and her mother says, "You're a liar. You're, you know, you're. I'm surprised you haven't run away." You're just in it for, you know, you're in it for the boys. You're, you're, a, you're a carbon copy of me. You're going to wind up a druggie. The mom's just a total piece of work. Wow. Just, just a total jerk. Um, the grandma ain't much better, you know, obviously holding back everything. else. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mc, McVeigh, she actually gets a job at the donut shop. She's working like nights. She's doing good. Um, the customers love her. Um, she's... The, the the manager says i want to give you more hours and he actually gives her a promotion and says hey okay. i'm gonna g- give you a raise um you know you're doing really good you know you could work the cash register all this other stuff and she tells him something very eerie she says um she says you know what I, thank you for having faith in me she goes nobody has ever had faith in me and thank you for being so nice to me people just aren't nice to me and so he, like, looked at her weird, and then he's like, are you going to be coming to work tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, I'll be here. And then he's like, okay, just, just keep your head up, you know? Like, like he was really nice to her. He really liked her yeah, yeah, yeah. the worker. Yeah. So she gets on her bike, and she rides away. Now, at the same time, this is all after the October 31st. This is in November. This is November 3rd. And uh, who happens to be seeing her bike ride home?
2: Uh, oh man,
1: the same bastard.
0: Yep, yep. He sees her bike riding home, and he gets an idea. And uh, he grabs her off her bike because what happens is he first sees her, turns around, passes her on as she's riding her her bike, and she's freaking out because she's like, "Dude, that guy looked at me weird." The car races off into, the, into a few blocks away, So sees the car turn, so she's like, well, maybe he's just a jerk, and he's, he's gone now, right? Mm-hmm. As she's riding down a couple more blocks, she sees the car on the right side of the road with the lights on but nobody inside the car. And then she kind of pulls to a stop, looks at the car, and just like out of a horror movie, Bobby Joe is across the street. He makes a beeline and just takes her off of the freaking bike. He's behind nice. her. Yeah. yeah. And he shoves her into the car, rapes her in the parking lot, and then he ties her up, slaps her around a little bit, but then decides, you know what? At this time, he's ha- he has an apartment by himself off the grid, mm-hmm. and it's got like an upstairs... Uh, what do you call it? An upstairs uh, room. He ties mm-hmm. he ties her, um, uh, what do you call it? A uh, uh, blindfold around her, her eyes. Mm-hmm. Takes her upstairs. But as she's going upstairs, she's counting the stairs. And he walks her into the room. And remember, this dude's got an enormous sex drive. Mm-hmm. He, he rapes her all night. Oh, wow. And several times, and to where one time she's like, can I please use the restroom? Can I please use the restroom? He's threatening to kill her the whole time. And um, he knows that she's underage, so that's why he's keeping her. You know, like he the fact that she's not 18, he's enjoying yeah, yeah. It, You know? And um, she finally convinces him to use the restroom. Now, she had a ring on her finger. Mm-hmm. And she she's so smart that when she gets into the restroom, she takes off the ring and puts it underneath the toilet like behind the toilet, like on the pipe. Mm -hmm. And then she looks at a pair of shoes that were sitting there and realizes they were a pair of Adidas white shoes. Mm -hmm. She's noticing other stuff. And then she purposely cuts her finger and puts it on the tile behind one of the sneakers. So she's she's thinking ahead and she's so smart too that when he's like, get out of there, you've been, you've been in there too long. He drags her out back to the thing and she, and he's like – and she starts talking to him like, oh, my God. She goes, I, I really enjoyed the sex because the whole time she's not crying, she's just taking it because she's been used to being racist. She's been
2: used to it, exactly.
0: And she's trying to use her smart way of thinking to persuade him that, hey, you know what? I like this. You know, Just treat me right, blah, blah. And I, I can do this. I, I can be with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she, he, she's keeping herself alive to where – She's like, you must be thirsty. Can I please get you some water? And he's like, why do you want to get me water? Because you're thirsty, and I'm enjoying this, and I want to do something for you. You're doing something for me. I want to do something for you. Mind games. Yeah, and he starts Yay. to he starts to play into it. So he lets her get some water. Even with a blindfold on, she can. She's looking at the you know at the floor. She's trying to picture things, keep things in her mind. He gets her. Uh, she gets him the water. He's happy about it. Um, You know, he they cuddle he's you know, she's spooning with him like everything like and he's enjoying it and he's and he's telling her after a few hours or or like almost a day later, you know You're different from the others and she's like well because yeah, you know, I'm getting feelings for you Like she's telling him everything he wants to hear Dang. Yeah, she's keeping her she's not crying. She's not losing it. She's just she's staying alive. Yeah, she's trying to preserve herself big-time and so um they start talking and and she's and he she's like you can trust me like I want to come back and he's like I can't let you know where I where I live and he's like I'll take you out I'll leave you at the park he goes but you cannot you cannot tell anybody and and then he goes but I want to see you again and she's like I want to see you again too but she goes I have to take care of my grandmother she's sick she's got nobody else there otherwise i'd stay with you and so she's using that card right mhm so finally hours later this is almost 36 hours into her abduction
2: oh dang so she's been gone almost 2 days
0: yeah she's been almost gone 2 days at the same time there is a police report put out by the grandma and there is also a uh, the the donut shop guy has been like you know wondering where she's at and um what happens is he agrees to take her to the park she's blindfolded tied up but he unties her puts her on her knees in front of a tree and says look give me 10 minutes and then you can go do not look back and he has a gun to her head he puts a gun to her head and says i don't want to do this i like you you're different and i'm gonna see you again but do not look at me and and she's like okay and so he walks away, gets into the car, he drives off, and he can't believe she never turns around, nothing. But then she gets up a little too fast, and he comes back around the park, and he told her to wait 10 minutes, and she was already running towards her house. So he actually gets in the car into the park. He tries to chase her down, but she gets through a couple side gates, and she winds up running home. Wow. Yeah, so he she loses. Just like his- from a movie. Just like from a movie. So she makes it home. Knocks on the door. Nobody answers. She breaks through a window at her grandma's house. Gets inside. The grandma gets up. The boyfriend get up. They confront her. She's all, like, beat up, dirty, everything else like that. And the grandma's like, where the hell have you been? And she's like, I've been raped. I've been this. I've been that. What do you think the grandma says? Stop lying.
1: she accused her of slutting around?
0: (laughs) Both of you are correct. Two for two. (laughs) What? Yeah, she laid into her, saying, what are you doing with your friends? I know you're sleeping with so-and-so. Why the, you know, you're just a runaway. You got us all scared. We filed a police report for nothing. You're a waste of space. And then the mm. the boyfriend's like, oh my god, what a slut.
2: <laughs> <Jeez>. See, <laughs> man, see, see right there? Oh, yeah. I had to kill all of them. <laughs> yep, yep. And, I have been through all this torture, and then this I'm getting tortured at home? I yeah.
1: almost died, and then I
2: ought to grab the knife and slit them, slit them right there.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yep. And so here's, here's the problem though. So when they, when they filed the police report with all the killings going on, the kidnapping department was working with the FBI and they have to follow up. So she called back and said, no, my slut granddaughter came home. She's just trying to, you know, to, you know, she was just trying to admit or not admit that she was out with her friends So she calls, you know, she calls them back, and they're like, well, you filed a police report. We have to investigate. So right away, the grandma, after she gets off the phone, is like, you know what? They're going to be here in the morning. You better keep your mouth shut. I don't want you to say anything what goes on here. And you just tell them the truth, which is that you're a whore, and you're no no good teenager. Dang, man. Yep. What's
2: wrong with grandma?
0: Grandma's on one, dude. She must like that good good from the guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And the um the uh, boyfriend's like, yeah, you know what? You better not say nothing. And as he's drinking a beer with his gut all hanging out, and um, so she 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 plays again the mind games and says, "I won't say nothing."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so the cop comes the next day, and when the grandma starts talking to the cop, saying, "Just wave it off, it ain't nothing," she's back. She runs out the house and proceeds to to get on her knees and start crying. And the police officer's like, "The hell?" And so, like, she tells him everything and she's like, please don't leave me here. I got to talk to you guys. And basically, he takes her downtown and the grandma's pissed. And,
2: uh, that's good.
0: Yeah. But here's the problem that detective, not a good detective mm-hmm. off the, off
2: the, uh, oh, okay. oh come on, man. Don't
0: yeah, tell he, me. He starts saying, you know what? The Your history, your grandma's telling me, you know, this, this, and that. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm not believing your story. Your story doesn't sound right. And she's like, no, no I be, believe me. He had me blindfolded. She's telling him word for word what happened. And he's like, she's like, I don't, I don't get this. You know, like, it's just, it's not making any sense. And the story sounds fabricated to him. And she, he's thinking that she's basically making this up for attention. And, um, one of the uh you know uh, she's like please just look check with uh and you know and so the so the detective does say one thing he's like you know what, i'm gonna check with uh, her story out with one of the um with her work so he drives down to the donut shop while she's there they have two female detectives come in mm-hmm. and they, she thinks that these female t- detectives are going to help her out and they're basically listening to her story and they're finding it far fetched, and they start to doubt her and say, "You know what? You're lying." What? Yeah, they're like, "Hey, we have, we have uh, support groups that'll help you if you're looking for attention and stuff like that." Wow. Mm-hmm. So her demeanor, she feels defeated. She's on the couch, but at the same time, the detective goes to the donut shop and says, "Hey, I want to ask about uh, one of your work, your uh, workers, Lisa." And then he starts giving her a good rap and starting to say, yeah, you know, she left that night and I haven't seen her since. She's missing, you know, this, this and that. We're worried about her. She's a good person. She's col- He's collaborating a lot of what he- she was saying. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, long story short, the detective makes a call to one of the detectives to, you know, or, or one of the female detectives. And they're like, oh, she's BS, you know, like we're done with her. And then the detective finally wises up and says, you know what? just for the hell of it, I'm going to ask one of the detectives that's working on the, those murders to talk to her because this is a rapist. Maybe this has a, there's a connection here. And by doing that, one of the detectives came over, he has a daughter, the same age
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he begins to talk to her. And she says, she tells him the entire story again. And two things br- br- uh, were, were, uh, were what he caught Um, came to his to uh, her mind and the fact that the the model of the car and there was red fibers in the car like on, on the oh. carpet yeah and so right away the the cop's like wait what there's red fibers and then they start like they're like do you have any of these you know where are your clothes so he confiscates skates her clothes and magically they find one red fiber on her shirt good and they're able to match that with the FBI and they're like holy crap you guys are idiots this this chick knows what she's saying she's she was kidnapped by our murderer and so now the FBI is on her completely they're they're working with her they put her in protection because they realize her family's full of crap and they go down to the grandma's house and they arrest the the uh what he it the uh the, the boyfriend, boyfriend. <laughs> yeah the, and the grandma right Yeah. But- no, they don't get the grandma, but they get the the guy in rape.
2: That is stupid. I'd at least shoot her out or something. That's child endangerment.
0: Yep. Well, they they do get the mother though. They uh, they go after the mother and they retake the kids, her sister, uh, because that the, the child endangerment in the way that he was that she was treating uh, Lisa. So they they confiscate her two younger sisters from her as well. So they go after yeah. the, the the mom too. All this at the same time, they're looking for the murder. They're they're making sure Lisa's taken care of.
2: Did they take care of the female detective? I'd have fired him. <laughs> I, 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 I would have fired them. They're not doing their job. They're already accusing
1: her of lying and she could have been dead.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. And and they and they pretty much the that's what burned uh, the, the detective. He was pissed off because he's like, you know, that that was our you know, she wound up being the reason why we caught this dude. And you know, spoiler alert, but Lisa, you know, if if they had pushed her aside completely and he wasn't called, you know, sh- that dude might have gotten away with, you know, a lot longer. Mm. So, um, you know, while this is all going on, they have her in protective custody. Um, the detective says, uh, you, re- you said you remember how many stairs were on that place? Do you-, do you kind of, when you were blindfolded, were you paying attention where you were going? She says, yes. Um, she goes, I can-, I can remember because I was upside down and I was looking outside the window. And she's like, Do you remember where you were picked up? She's like, Yeah. So the police actually took a car down, had her in the back seat of the car, and they had her just focus like, close your eyes and remember everything that happened. So where she was picked up, she remembered how many street lights before the car would turn, mm-hmm. which way it would turn, the sound of railroad tracks. And then, like, she literally took them to Dude's apartment. Get out. Yeah, she all by mind. This was at nighttime. The whole nine yards, but somehow, because of what she was looking at, street mm-hmm. lights. Hey,
2: so she wow, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, she so she took him there, right? Mm-hmm. And when they got a search warrant for for the for the guy, or they they were working on a search warrant. Sorry, and um, they realized who it was. They found him in the red light district the next day. The FBI found him trying to get a prostitute and the fbi agent said hey you know what we're looking for a stolen car your car kind of matches and um you know or or a robbery can i just take a picture of you just in case because you kind of fit the description so bobby says oh yeah yeah you know because it's robbery he's not he's not thinking they're on to him for anything else and so Mm -hmm. detective takes a picture of him and then he drives off but they have another car follow him they're like hey make sure he doesn't pick up another woman and so while they're doing that, they bring the car back with a picture, develop it, show it to Lisa, and Lisa's like, that's him, that's him. So they, they know now that that's the dude. So the, the search warrant goes through and they wind up uh, picking him up while he's downtown. At the same time, they search his place and the upstairs part, the detective says, oh my God, it is 21 steps. Like Lisa said, it was 21 steps upstairs to that room and so then when they get up to the room she's there uh, or she's in the car and he remembers that she left a blood mark left a ring in, in the bathroom so they're searching for it and sure enough they see the Adidas shoes sitting in the bathroom blood mark behind it that she left with her finger they search behind the toilet and there's her ring wow so they know that she was there they know that this was a dude that did all that stuff
2: you know, I gotta get her. A, I got a little flocker on that one. That's survival. That's, mom, that's right bravery, man. right there.
0: Exactly. And then at the same time, the FBI has his car, that's and the FBI is looking in his car, and they find the freaking red fibers all over that thing. That's the carpet. Wow. So that ties everything together. So as as we move on in the case, uh, obviously. He, uh, when they he's he's arrested, you know she's exonerated. She winds up getting placed in uh, foster care, for one of the detectives' um, wives winds up raising her the final year to, to get her back on, on track, and uh, so as she's as she becomes, you know she's straightening out her life. Homeboy's in jail. Um, he gets he obviously uh, is you know they have six murders on him plus the 50 rapes or more um, he's going to get the lethal injection uh, but by but what happens is is uh, before he's you know he tries to plea out basically he tries to plea out and say hey you know what I can give you more information they're like well you're gonna get the death penalty and what happens is is when they do some investigating they find out that there's two more bodies that they can link to him and he cops to two more bodies and they realize he killed 10 total.
2: Dang Dang, man.
0: Yeah. He killed 10. So Bobby Joe long in the end was convicted, uh, and sentenced to death, uh, and was murdered. Uh, well not murdered. (laughs) He was put to death May 23rd, 2019 by a lethal injection.
2: Also, he recently got, well, not recently, but not too long ago.
0: Yeah, just a couple of years ago, um, he was put to death. And uh, the, the real twist in this one is the fact that Lisa, despite her terrible, terrible um, abuse growing up, and, you know, basically only keeping in contact now with her sisters, because her dad was never in the picture, her mom is nowhere, you know, she had, abandoned her mom a long time ago her grandma i think has since passed um but she said screw her too and everyone else in the family Mm -hmm. um she began uh she began to uh let's see because in 1985 um after the case and he was convicted she began to think hey you know what i i want to be a police officer and so yeah she um went to college and then, when she got out of college in 1994, uh, she began working for the Hillsborough County um, Police Department, and uh, and then she was transferred to the Sheriff's Department in H- Hillsborough. And uh, now, t- since 2004, she's been a sergeant and a high-ranking officer in the police department in Tampa, Florida. So she's wow. she's still a police officer to this day, and. Uh, wow. She, she, uh, her father figure was that detective. They're still, they still keep in contact and they visit each other all the time and uh, especially on holidays. So there's a good twist to the end of this story. Yep.
2: Wow.
1: Poor girl.
2: The stuff she went through, but her bravery,
0: man. Yep. Yep. Commendable.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah, I mean, she was taken down. I mean, if it wasn't for her memory and, and you know, remembering everything that she went through. And I, I left out the part, two where she took police to that tree where he left her, too. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, and they actually found the tire treads at that park, too, so they knew that he was there. I mean, her whole story was collaborated. And that's why I went, she wanted to be a, a detective or a police officer because they're like, man, you have such a great memory. You've been through a lot, and she works she works to this day with victims of rape and stuff like that so she's doing she's doing the lord's work as they like to say
2: I hope when she got promoted she, she fired those two, <laughs> those two <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly man dude like you would think as a woman
1: yeah that you would, you would be a little more, more.
2: sympathetic towards uh, another woman who said she's been raped
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's jacked up man yep but
0: i mean they had anymore. the same mindset as the grandma they were just like ah you're just you're hoeing around you're with your friends you're just looking for attention
2: exactly and, and that's a lesson for us because you know you have some teenagers and and kids who you just judge them off the bat just because you know i don't know she probably looked a certain way or was dressed a certain way you automatically judge them mm-hmm. so lesson for us don't judge a book by its cover
0: exactly you know so
2: you know a sad story but a happy ending in the, in a sense for uh lisa
0: exactly i mean it, it worked out you know um because otherwise i mean this this would have been a, a big time tragedy you know but uh it's like and, and that was the thing they were they were hoping that those were the only six you know bodies that were you know mm-hmm. a part of everything but to find out there was four more uh that was really tough for the community too they lost 10 people 10 women so
2: and you, and you know it's interesting that he couldn't have plead for insanity because he showed a sign of normality because every normal person would love a relationship you know man and woman whatever whatever it may be mm-hmm. everybody wants that companionship right mm-hmm. so a sane, insane person probably wouldn't have felt that when she was uh you know telling him things that she, he wanted to hear and and playing mind tricks on, so
1: he'd have been like, no, yeah, he'd have been I like, no, nah, I just want,
2: you know, if you were insane, so that showed that, despite his head injuries and all, he knew what he was doing.
0: Yeah, exactly, and and kudos to her for being so damn smart. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: yeah, because if she hadn't kept calm and not panicked, she wouldn't have been able to do all that.
0: <laughs> yep, yep.
1: Panic does not allow you to think, and you're just who would have counted the lights? Where are we? thinking where are you going, counting the steps, leaving hints as to for people to know you were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: at first I thought she did that in case she died or was murdered. They you know, hey, here's some evidence. But it was you know, she probably did on both meetings, like in case that did happen. But but because she was so smart, she used that to um, to her advantage eventually to catch him. So smart for her. Kudos to her
0: because wow. yeah, cause she might have thought too that, that you know she, she was going to get a. I, I don't think she thought he was a murderer I think maybe like you know she thought eventually she'd be let go and then yeah she could place him there or whatnot or herself there but either way I mean to have that kind of um, mindset to do that is in, incredible you know incredible mm-hmm. so hats off to her
1: we wow. need to interview her, Todd.
0: Yeah, I think so. I need to I need to call her up and we, we can get on here and pick her brain about that. That would be great. <laughs> That'd be that's crazy. That'd be great. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, Bobby got what he deserved.
0: Yes, he. Did.
1: You know, in my view, he did not.
0: <laughs> well, he got death. Oh,
1: I don't care. Uh, yeah, he got what he deserved as far as getting death, but he didn't get the death he deserved well yeah that's yeah true, true and the guy who was raping her and her stupid grandma and her stupid mother all of them should have had punishment
0: yep yep
1: if i made the laws it would be very bad because they'd all be tortured
0: yeah i bet you would And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah that's the problem uh, like again like with what she said you know obviously it's not california you had the uh what is it called the uh What's that guy? Ronnie Ocala, the famous serial killer in California, another one. He just died in prison, but not because of his death penalty that was given to him decades ago. But just because the moratorium on death penalty and he, you know, they're not going to put anybody to death. Um, He was a dating game killer. Um, If you ever want to research that one, uh, that's a good story. But he um, he uh, basically died of natural causes which sucks. He should have been put to death. And, Mm -hmm. and this guy, um, you know, Bobby Joe long in Florida, although they killed him, it took 34 years to do it. So that's kind of messed up too. Uh, I'm with Gabby. I, I would, you know, if he's found guilty, you got all that stuff on him. Just why is he in prison that long? Just give him maybe four or five years. Let him, let him do real quick appeals. And if you're still found super, super duper guilty, off with his head, off with his nuts. Whatever you got to do, just kill him. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, start with the nuts and then go out to the head. Right Both heads, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know Gabby's thing was was hit the thing with a gavel and be like, two heads are better than one. And they already know what she's talking about. <laughs> oh, he's
1: disgusting looking, too.
2: Yeah, we're looking him up right now. and uh, My goodness. Yep.
1: <laughs> I would not trust that man's face at all.
0: Yep, yep. And he had that uh, 1980s porn stash too. So that should have Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did, man. Now, if his name was Bobby Leroy, I bet none of them would have gotten in the car. I'll tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Leroy, I can't take that route. Leroy,
2: uh, I can't take that route.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, Matt. <laughs> Damn it, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> What Matt said.
2: <laughs> you ain't right.
1: Terrible. Sorry. You ain't right,
2: man. Stop it. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we'll, close it here. we'll close it here. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the story of Bobby Joe Long. And uh, that was finishing part. That was part two. Mm -hmm. Bobby Joe So so we're signing off But before we do We're going to just recap And let you guys know Where you can find us Follow us on Facebook And Instagram Just type in the Grinding True Crime Podcast And there you can find us And if you just want to listen to us Go on Podbean Spotify Anchors iTunes And Pandora And for those who listen to us Outside of the country Which we really appreciate We want you guys to know You can find us on Podchaser Radio Public Breaker And Pocket Cast And if there's any other uh uh, pod, uh podcast streams that you can find us on outside of the country leave us a message that way we can announce it yep also uh, we have merchandise
0: mm-hmm.
2: so uh what was it? uh red republic right
0: yeah red bubble i'm sorry I, uh, red uh, bubble i'm sorry message on here <laughs> yeah redbubble.com uh under todd fox 80. For now, but th- you'll find all the grinding true crime stuff. If you want a shower curtain with grinding true crime, it's on there, but we have pillows, freaking, <laughs> I mean, ob- obscure stuff, but we have shirts, we have pencils, we have uh, phone cases, all kinds of stuff on there, and it's for good prices and it goes to helping the show grow. So, yes.
2: I need yeah. me a mug. I need me one too.
0: Me too. <laughs> <laughs> with
2: that being said, this is uh, Matty Matt, along with our narrator for today, Todd Fox. And the other host of the show, Gabby. And we are signing off. Toodles. Peace.
0: Y'all come back now, you hear?